Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is February 17th. The time is about uh, 11.30 a.m. Reddy and MPC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, never, never asked questions, please let our team know. If you're a newcomer, you need to have your camera on and let our team know that you're a newcomer. Samira? Hey, um... Uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity and I'm a newcomer. This is the first time I actually joined the session. So uh, my question is, um, my uh, uh, husband recently lost his father about a couple of months back and uh, his mom is alone in India all by herself. And uh, my husband and I, both of us are on, uh, are, uh, are on our individual visas and uh, we'll be having a baby soon uh, in, in the month of March. So now uh, we we're planning on bringing her here for you know for more than six months. And uh, my question is: Is it possible to file a dependent visa for her uh, so that you know we can extend her stay here because we plan to stay here at least for the next three years? So just wondering what our options are at this point. We need we need to understand that you guys are not U.S. citizens. Neither is she. Okay. Yes. Yes. So and. You do not have any right to bring your mother-in-law, or you your your husband doesn't have a right to bring the mother into United States. Okay. Her mother can visit United States. Visiting here in United States, typically, the culture in United States is when mother mother-in-law comes and stays with you. Typically, the daughter-in-law, they don't stay in the same home. Mm. They stay in a hotel. That's a culture here. We know that is right. Yeah. So if your mother-in-law intends to come here for more than six months, she should not try to even come on a visiting visa. If she is trying to come within six months, say within six months and leave, then she can come and visit. Remember, the purpose of coming into the country should only be to visit the United States, not to stay in the United States. There is no provision for the non-immigrant visa people to bring their parents forever in the United States. Okay. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Thank you. Next person, please. Abhishek. Yep. Hey, I'm a newcomer uh, here. Hi, Raul. Uh, so mm-hmm. I have got uh, I-797 till uh, 2023 September. My visa mm-hmm. stamp has been expired. My wife is going for her F1 visa and my -hmm. daughter is going along for a h4 visa renewal now when i go to uh, get a 
appointment. Uh, it asks for a question that do your parents both have a valid visa? I suppose it will be no. Uh, and when I say no, uh, the next question is that uh, should I send my wife along with my daughter for her visa appointment well, well, interview? Well, 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 well. Okay, let's speak about, are you going for visa stamping? Are we speaking about your wife, you or your daughter? My wife and my daughter. First, let's go with your wife. Okay. So, so your she wife will is going, going for F1 F1. visa. Yes. So if she's going on F1 visa, she doesn't need you or your daughter. She can go on F1 directly exactly. and apply for the F1. Okay. Yeah. So that's clear. Now yeah. let's discuss about your daughter. Daughter is going for H H4 visa renewal. And when I go for an appointment, it asks me a waiver question. Do your parents both have a valid visa? Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then if you say no? No, then it directly takes me not to that yellow screen where it says you are ready for your uh, opting for Dropbox, it doesn't shows me that. It directly takes me to a receipt uh, text okay. box. Okay, so, 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 okay. Does your parents have a valid visa though? Okay, so, hmm. okay. And then it, it takes her to the interview process, you mean to say? Exactly, exactly. So in that case, uh, she is below 14. So mm -hmm. going along with my wife for a H4 visa stamping, uh, will it be okay for her? And then can my wife accompany? She has to accompany. Uh, after all, she is a minor. Uh, of but, course, uh, she can She can accompany her. Accompanying mm -hmm. doesn't mean that your wife has to apply for H4 visa also. Okay. Somebody physically taking her in. Hand holding her. Carrying her. her. Yeah, that's okay. it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that they have to apply for the visa. But will there be any problem because she's a minor and no adult has a H4 or H1 visa? No, no that's, not a that's not a problem. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Thank, thank, you. thank you. NG. Carol, okay, like I hope you can hear me, right? Yes, very clearly. Okay, Raul, thanks for taking my question. So my question is regarding the I-693 form. So mm -hmm. I filed a downgrade in uh, October 2020. And uh, last October 2021, I just did my I-693. And I also went ahead and did an interfile. After mm -hmm. that, I did not hear anything, whether that got uh, uh, adjusted into my file or not. But recently, now I have received a RFC to kind of give my I-693. So when I did my I-693 in October last uh, year, I got two copies. Now I do have one more copy with me, which I can kind of attach to. Did the you do it after October or before October? I did last October 2021. I filed in 2020, actually, I-485. I know. Is it before October or after October? It was early of month. Oh, okay. It was, I think, November 3rd or 4th. So it is done under the new form. COVID was there, yes. Okay. So yeah, you can submit that because they have waived the 60-day rule required right now. You can submit it. Oh, okay. Because I was asking my attorney and they were saying that uh, within 60 days after Dr. Sainz said it has to go they to the USC. They waived it right now. Oh, okay. So now I'm still good with that then. Right. Okay, Rahul. I think that was my question. Thank you very much. Next person, please. Your niece. 
Hello. Um, thanks for taking my question. I'm a registered sure. nurse. Mm -hmm. My agency applied EB3 green card for me. I got mm -hmm. my green card last month. I never worked for them. I went to interview, but the job is not what I expected. I'm going to pay the agency for breaching the contract. So okay. I, have three, I have three questions. First, given I was petitioned for green card as a nurse, do I have to absolutely work as, work as a nurse at all? Nope, you can work as a lawyer. Okay, got it. <laughs> Second question, when I go through um, custom, does the officers know that I got my green card through work? Yes, they will. Because in the green card, there will be a code. They will know that you got, you got through the employment list, yes. So if I'm not employed, would that be any trouble? No problem. Okay, third question. If I don't work as a nurse, will I face any difficulties when I um, apply for neutralization? No, you will not. Your intention okay. must be at the time of coming into United States to work as a nurse, okay? But mm -hmm. after speaking with me, you change your mind because I told you you can work as a lawyer. That's fine, nothing wrong with it. Okay, got it. You will not That's have great. any Thank problem you. in citizenship. Thank you. Next person, please. You sure? Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, uh, so my priority date is uh, uh, 2013 October. I posted a question yesterday with short note only. So uh, I downgraded my um, uh, EB2 to EB3 in October 2020. Is I-140 approved? Uh, no, I-140 is not approved and uh, my employer is not supporting for the premium processing. Mm -hmm. uh, so it is still pending. So it was in it was in Texas Center, and in November it moved to NBC, and then back it moved to uh, Texas Center as of now. Uh, so uh, I wanted to check like if EB2 date gets current uh, for October 2013 in future months. So will that automatically lock my son's age or? Like, okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. If EB2 becomes current. Uh, give me one second. Your I, your underlying EB three I one forty is not approved. Not so approved. If, yes. So if so if your EB three if the EB two becomes current, your son is not locked unless you file the entire new application under EB three though EB two son. Okay. And 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 the another thing is like the attorney uh, when he filed my 485 he amended my 140. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so as of now it is pending. So I don't know like you know when EB2 gets current again I have to go for EB2 140 uh, do all. But things, then the I1 right? then the I140 is not approved because it still will be pending though the underlying I140 has to be approved so you won't be locked in. The age, you may want to do it. I want 40 filing right now itself. Yeah, yeah. The employer is not allowing me to go for premium. I don't know, he will be allowing to do any other things of my okay. Um, how old is your child though? 11. Okay, well, you know, anything else I can do? No, I'm good. Thank you. Okay, next person, please, Mahendra. Uh, hi, hi, Rahul. Uh, good morning. This is Mahendra. Can you hear me? 
Yes, I can. Yeah, Rahul, my question is about my daughter. Uh, she's already aged out. Huh? So I need to go a little back because like uh, 2020, uh, April, I'm out of status and uh, my daughter finished her grad program in uh, H4. And after that, she whoa, got... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we discussing about your daughter or you? Are my we trying to save her in the, are we going to try to save her in the CSPA or we gave up on that? Yes. Yes, that's what I wanted to know. Man. Okay. First of all, did you file the 485 application or you did not? Yes. Already I filed when did, my... When did you file it? Uh, October 28th is my receipt date. 2020. October 2020, you filed it. What is your priority date? Uh, my priority date, uh, uh, 17th January uh, uh, 2013. Did you file an I-140 application in October 2020? Uh, no. When did you file this January 2013 priority date of uh, I-140? Uh, it, it, it's in premium processing. Like it That's not the question I asked. When did you file it? Uh, 140? Yes. Uh, it's uh, 20. 12 uh, December some timeline. Yeah. If I don't... it's 2012, it will not be priority date 2013. Um, uh, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm like, uh, uh, so you're telling that the it's approved in premium processing or there's only three weeks of time. When did your daughter became 21? Uh, 2021, July 17th. And this is EB3, is it right? Yes, EB3. Yeah, I mean, July 17th. Oh, okay. Do you know when the priority date became, final action date became current for you? Uh, August 2021. Okay, that's a little bit close calculation. I want you to make a consultation though. Okay. okay. Because I want to know how many weeks your I-140 is pending. I would like to even see the I-140 approval. I want to see okay. your, uh, uh, I want to have your daughter's date of birth, all the file dates, and I want to see the I-140 approval because you're not clear whether it's filed in 2012 or 2013. It's a very close call, okay? okay. Make a consultation with me. Yeah, let me get the documents and then I'll put a consultation and I'll, I'll talk to you. Okay, sounds good. Then. Next Thank question, you. please. Amit. Amit, you have to unmute yourself. Hi, Rahul. Is it audible? Yes. Uh, good, good morning. Murth is good. Go ahead with your questions, Amit. Yeah. So actually, I mean, uh, I did come to US on to, in 2013 on F1 visa. I stayed for six years and I returned back to India just before the COVID 2020. And recently, like November, my H1B got uh, picked up uh, 2021 and I, I got visa and <clears throat> I had a flight and I came to Chicago on uh, you know, November 24th, 2021, but I was denied, denied entry and like they gave me a travel ban of five years. So uh, my question is, I mean, I can guess you, I can guess you, you filed with the H1B with the company. Consultant, yeah, consultancy. Yeah, what's the company's name? It's Zonestra Technologies, Texas-based. Yeah, we see this very, very frequently. 
And that's the reason we put a video on YouTube. Uh, yesterday, people don't believe what we tell. Did you file multiple H-1Bs with different companies or only one company? Uh, two companies. Actually, with, with, with them, they had a sister company. So two with them and uh, third one was some other. But it, it did not got selected. I mean, out of three, only one got uh, picked up in the lottery. The yeah, same company this is, this is very, 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 very common. And we tell people not to do it. They don't listen. And they, not only they don't listen, they curse us saying that we are giving the wrong information. Please protect us. Because we're telling the truth because you are the truth. Yeah. Word with your question. So, uh, yeah. So my question is, I mean, uh, during this five years of travel ban, uh, like, is there any other, you know, like, I mean, travel ban is only ban on H1 visa or I can enter US uh, or like in any other visa apart from H1B? No, no, all visas you're born. You have to get an waiver application filed. You may want to extract some money from this company which cheated you though. Okay. Is it what is the company? Yeah, it's possible. What's the company's name? Zonestra Technologies. How do you spell it? Z-O-N-E-S-T-R-A mm -hmm. Technologies LLC. Austin, Texas. Yeah. And they have a sister company and they filed two H-1Bs for you from that company. That is a typical fraudulent case. Actually, actually uh, I mean, uh, like, uh, while I was in the U.S., I, I also did some uh, odd jobs. And, and I think in the immigration, they found out that, you know, like, I did some odd uh, part-time job. That, okay. That was that was and, the main reason for, you know, denial. Okay. And they, yeah, they also mentioned about the company. But I think the, the main reason was they clearly said, you have broken the law. You are not supposed to work. Uh, yeah, that was an job. easy them for them. But it is the company that highlighted the whole thing. Uh, the company's okay. reputation. Yeah, rep company reputation is the main thing. Okay, then. There's nothing. You have five years bar. You have to get the waiver or you have to wait for five years? Waiver in the sales, sue the company or something? Uh, sue the company is only for money's sake, though. Only for money's sake. Sorry? Sue the company is only for money's uh, sake. What okay. Uh, what exactly is waiver? Waiver is... Waiver is because they 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 got the five year requirement is right that that you are bond so you can request for a waiver for the five year bar. But if you want to discuss it, you may want to make an appointment with us. Okay. Yeah, sure, Rahul. So so yeah, uh, so the waiver is with the uh, company who sponsored, or is, is it with the uh, American immigration? With, with the with the immigration, okay. nothing to do with the company. Okay. Thank but you, Rahul. You have yeah. to say thank that. You, okay, thank you. Please tell other us. people not to do, not to file H-1Bs with these kind of companies. Okay, mm -hmm. next person. And, and uh, I, I'm not, I'm not even eligible on like a, as a dependent, right? If I, you know. Uh, no, like, you're not eligible for H-4 visa. Next person, please. Thank you, Rahul. Morali. Green card. Morali. Hey, Rahul. Uh, my name is Morali. See, my priority date is on June 2014. Uh, my labor was approved on EB2 and I-140 was approved on EB3. So here is my question. Can I apply for the new I-140 on EB2 or do I need to wait for the current and upgrade to EB2? Which is the best approach. So, so, so let me understand that. Mm -hmm. 
when did you get the labor approved though the underlying i140 application uh, it was approved on uh, say I, i moved the company the initial company prior to uh, answer my question okay. i know you moved uh -huh. when was it approved on 2020 okay so i see that okay you can you can file um you 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 have this eb3 i140 approved right now you filed the 485s right no i didn't file because uh, uh, when i uh, when i applied the uh, when i my i140 approved that time uh, the dates are uh, go they went back you didn't give me when did you apply for the i140 though on 2021 ah okay got it okay so you got the eb3 approved okay what's your question now so uh, can i apply parallelly in eb2 instead of waiting uh, uh, absolutely you can you can you can and you should you okay, can so, and you should so in that case i will have both eb2 and eb3 which one is that the is current and i can you're absolutely right don't wait for the eb2 to become current file an eb2 and make it ready Focus. Thank you. In that way, you'll avoid the Texas Service Center. That yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what. Next person. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Navya. Hey Rahul. So this is regarding auto extension for my H four EAD. Let so, me ask you some basic questions. When is yeah. your H four expiring? It's in. Uh, it's going to expire in June twenty twenty two. my us visa on my passport is expired my husband has got his h1b approved until 20 until 2025 yeah and when is your ead expiring uh july 2022 why is it your h4 is expiring in june and your ead expiring no it's like july sorry it's july 2020 okay. both of them yep okay go ahead So what are did my you, did you apply for extension of H four and EAD? Yeah, so everything were filed. So ma'am, ma'am, yeah. So H four and EAD was been filed. Yes, yeah. extension is pending. Yep. So my question is like, what are my options to get my I ninety four updated without traveling to India? Go to Mexico and come back. But I have expired. Visa you told me that before. There yeah. is something called automatic revalidation. If you go to Mexico and Canada, mm -hmm. and you're trying to come back, all you need is a valid I ninety four. You do not need a passport visa. Only to Mexico and Canada. If you go to India, you need a passport visa, which you have to go for stamping. you go to mexico you come back you will be fine and you know the process that they will extend the visa they will extend the i94 until your husband's h1b which is july of 2025 so i'm going to send you two videos to you sure okay? that would be really helpful yeah, yeah. so is you there do not is need a visa if you go to mexico and come back okay so there is no risk involved in doing that right like you're absolutely at no risk there is a 5% chance that they may only give you an i94 until july 2022 there is 95% chance they will give it to you until july of 2025 so the risk is only 5% but there is absolutely no risk for you not allowing to come if you go to mexico and come back 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot. That was really helpful. Next person, please. Shankar. I'm sending you two videos, <clears throat> man. Watch them. Hi. Hi, Raghur. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Good. Yes, I can. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. So actually, like I have, I have my approved 140. Uh, the date is like April 2015 with my company A, and uh, I use my uh, 140 to do transfers and exchanges. So seeing the date moment last October, I did my 140 with uh, company B. I mean company B now. Uh, but uh, after my 140 approved, I see the date was not ported. Uh, so it had my um, 617 uh, 2021 date. So actually, I I have checked with Atani. They said like they have sent a sent a service request to TSC for a correction. So meanwhile, I got a, a full time offer. So should I stay with the company B until the day? Uh, the, 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 let me tell you one thing though. The matter that the priority date has been not been ported properly onto the I one forty is not that material fact though. If the priority date becomes okay. current April fifteen two thousand fifteen, okay. even though okay. with the current company the priority date is not reflected we can file the 4855 we know how to do it so your lawyer is doing oh, okay. very good efforts in getting it done so that should yes. not be considered when you are moving out to a next company okay so for the next company transfer uh, uh, should i give the company as 140 yeah for always the give the company as company as i140 would be much better Okay. 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 Thank you. Okay. Thank you, sir. But but it's not even if you are working. If you are work, if the prior date of April becomes 2015 becomes current in March or April though, with your current company, I will file your additional status. Not a problem. Oh, okay. So I don't need anything from uh, company B or the company A. No, 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 no. You are fearful. that the priority date is not ported to company b is right yeah correct you don't have to be fearful at all you're good in that okay okay you got that so when the date yes if i move to the full time company job and if the date becomes current so i should move back to either company a or b to file my 485 that's right you have to do that okay okay thank you sir okay. thank you so much company b is good too because there even though it says june 7 2021 i read it as april 2015 you got that oh okay okay thank you next yes. person thank you so much siddhant hello all this is siddhant quick question i am on uh, ead and my ead is due for expire in june first week i already filed for extension it's a aos ead and uh, i am planning to go to india uh in sometime in june mid coming back so uh, any implication because aos aos extension is pending um how are you going to come back so what do you say uh, you come back so i have uh, h1b underline h1b is already there okay so, so you're going to come back my... you're going to come so you're going to come back in h1b correct Correct. Absolutely, you can come back. No problem. Your extension will not be denied. Everything will go through as usual. Nothing will happen with that. So AOS EAD will keep on going on, right? Parallel and advance parole also, yes. And how long typically takes for uh, granting right now for extension? It's extension. anywhere between three months to eight months. Three months, right? Okay. I have second question down. My wife is already using on AOS EAD, 
and she has uh, been open her own of company and she's been working on it so when she goes to india and come back she can always use her aoc ad because her ad ad is not expired ad is going to expire next year Absolutely. i can be on h1 i can be on h1 and she can be on ad right absolutely yes it will not be an issue but why do you want to be an h1b is a different issue i don't understand it's yeah just... i know i understand because will you be that... willing to get a green card by yourself without your wife i don't understand it but anyway okay. you guys just want to make money for immigration lawyers why not take yeah i mean because let's in the target in the, ferrari in the, because in in the current scenario let's say if i need to go come back from india i don't have underlined uh, way to come back right because i have you to have wait until for june you. you you can come back if you come back within june you can come back but you want to come back go in june and come back in july okay no problem, problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. thanks sir thanks for the money guys vinit i can't hear you vinit uday uh, sorry vinit i don't uh i'm uday so currently i'm uh, in us like in h1b visa and i'm uh, getting married like uh, the girl is in india like she is planning for uh, studies and then after marriage i heard that you know like when we apply for f1 visa it will be treated as like potential uh, immigrant so uh, i would like to get your suggestion people are treated as potential immigrant even if they are married or not they are by by default you know have you seen the telugu or hindi movies that you are not guilty until proven is right but when it comes to the f1 visa application you are guilty until proven otherwise there are potential immigrants but yes by adding you that she is getting married to you though will be a even bigger minus point for her to get an f1 visa yes okay so after marriage if he has to study like so uh, h4 h4 is the correct like good way why not i mean i don't understand why you like these f1 visas h4 you can yeah. study okay and then uh, if she is planning to have you apply for an i140 she gets an ead that's better ead than the yeah. opt and stem extension yeah so my perm has done like my i140 like my previous company yeah. like I, that company for four years like it's filing i140 now so that is un, under the process and uh, so like the girl has like 6 years of work experience she is planning to do one year course like in masters in engineering management so uh, i heard that uh, if you come on h4 like you won't get opt and you have to convert to but, f1 but 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 you you're telling that your i140 will be approved she will get an ead that's the same yes like so the processing might take some time so yeah i think like yeah down the line that that do it in premium processing Okay. I I and I don't like F1 visas compared to H4. I personally, when I were coming into United States 29 years ago, uh, I had an option of either coming on H4, H4 and F1. I choose to come on H4 myself. Okay. So it's not a good idea to. I mean, I mean, if she's married, and make sure one thing though, whether she gets F1 or not, make sure she does not tell any any lie. Okay. If she gets rejected, she can always come on an H4 visa. Yeah, yeah, no lies. Yeah, got it. Okay. And Next uh, person, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, if it's an uh, H4 visa, like uh, let us say my I140 is still pending. Let us say like uh, then uh, conversion to F. Why would it be pending? It takes only pay that yeah. extra two thousand five hundred dollars. You are willing to pay all the money for that 
engineering management courses i don't know what the engineering management oh, courses yeah. will do right now the demand is for technical people not managerial people but anyway um pay that extra money get an i140 okay. get a ead for your wife okay thanks thanks sir i mean here in united states guys people actually don't care about the degrees as much masters degrees and all those things as much in india let me tell you an example when i was doing a masters in law the professor of me did not had a masters degree he had a bachelors degree in india it works differently this is united states the professors most of the professors did not had masters degree they were just having a bachelors degree in law next person please raji hi rahul can you hear me yes um actually in october 2020 my husband and myself uh, filed for eb2 eb3 uh, ead Downgrade, i got the eb3 yeah. ead but my husband's eb3 ead ap is pending i140 mm -hmm. is pending who is uh, the main the applicant is, shall i use my eb3 ead and who AP? is the main applicant my husband okay yeah you can you can use the eb3 ead yeah absolutely you can okay and uh, if i have to switch back to h4 what are the options uh you can you can just go to india and get the h4 stamping and come back you, you can go to mexico and get the h4 stamping and come back but well, why would you like to uh because like um uh, in eb2 is moving forward right if if at all my husband has to interfile i have if to if you have him. to interfile if you have to interfile you don't have to be in h4 visa okay even if i use the eb3 ead i am good absolutely to... yeah they can interfile no problem yeah. only you. if you want to refile the entire application you have to be in h4 visa okay okay, okay. i'll take the last Uh, that i can do by crossing the canada border and switching to h4 but if you have the h4 approval 797 with you yes then you can go to canada and mexico and come back otherwise you'll have to get the stamping okay okay yeah. thank you i'll take the last caller for today guys vivek okay yeah so uh, uh rahul my question is uh, i read somewhere that uh, i can get cross chargeability if my wife is nepal born i am india born and uh, mm -hmm. she can also be in india and follow on to join me uh, later on uh, no. this is something yep, that she, i was told she has to be she has to be why can't you bring her here yeah that i'm trying to but you know this is a little, little bit of a difficult situation her mother is seriously ill so i'm unable to do her yeah we discussed day. yesterday you're repeating the same question again no 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 i i talked to another lawyer and he said it is possible to do a follow on i by for a filling up next person next person please i don't believe so. yeah i have uh, two questions like uh, my wife's uh, existing visa stamped on the passport was on h4 which expired 18 months back and now she is planning to go to india but now she is on h1 visa h1 petition approved petition so we heard that uh, for uscis or she is she is eligible for dropbox she is eligible for dropbox okay and when we were looking for my son's appointment uh, or uh, if he is dropbox eligible or not they are asking visa stamped for both the parents so 
is that mandatory for his uh, dropbox eligibility yeah we are noticing that uh, that if they if they don't have the visa stamping oh okay. they are putting it to the normal processing instead of dropbox okay it looks to be an error from their side i don't know this is a second caller today that's telling me that oh okay okay so then in in that case he will have also have to go for appointment with her he will he will have to go for an appointment she can go for dropbox oh okay 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 but then she, uh, he will have to wait till her visa stamping has approved right and she got the passport he will have to wait uh, i'm sorry my will son will have to my son will have to wait for my, his mother's passport stamping to happen right that's only for dropbox though if it is without dropbox oh, okay. he can go for appointment ah okay 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 and some adult needs to be with him yes. okay 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 yeah thank you yeah thank you that was helpful thanks thank you guys the next conference call will be uh tomorrow uh at 3:30 Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.